1: I did not think this was going to happen. I, I had honestly resigned myself to thinking that like we, we wouldn't be friends.
0: Yeah, no, me too. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. Visit betterhelp.com slash Padilla because sometimes existing is exhausting. But anyway, let's get to it. I think we should start with a hug. I think that's what okay. we gotta start, right. we gotta start with a do we have
1: to be like this really <laughs> awkward low yeah, hug? Yeah,
0: yeah, with the butts <laughs> out like this. No, holy shit! I can't believe this is happening. This is the most requested mm-hmm. episode. We were waiting to 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 do this episode until we had proper mm-hmm. context, proper reasoning to be sitting here, and mm-hmm. the time was right when when. We own Smosh again. We bought Smosh? So we bought Smosh again. Oh. We sh- bought Smosh what? again. We own Smosh. We own Smosh now. Together, we are helming that ship. But do some of these people even know what Smosh is? Should we explain what Smosh is for anyone that doesn't know?
1: Anthony Padilla and Ian Hecox scribbled their ideas on a notepad and then turned them into short video clips, lip singing to video game cartoon songs. They're now cyberspace celebrities. We first became friends because we got matched together in a science project. It was sixth grade and... Yeah, like a biology
0: class? What was it? We were drawing... A it landfill. Was, it was
1: like we had to do like a, a like a like a drawing of like a landfill, and we were like drawing flies on trash and thought it was really funny. We draw like spirally poop. And yeah, yeah. And I think that's how we like kind of realized that we had like similar senses of humor. I
0: still remember that day
1: of just like bouncing
0: off each other and being like, oh, what if we did this? And then you're like, oh, but then if we do that, we do this. And then we yeah. kind of just were like building on top of e- each other's ideas. And that's still the exact same way that create we create stuff now. Yeah we made the Power Rangers lip sync video. Yep. That was our very first Smosh video that we ever created together. Yep. Uh, And that was just a product of me having been over at my dad's and I saw he had a webcam and I'd never seen anyone with a webcam before. I'd never seen a webcam in person before. Your dad's I mean, a
1: secret cam model before it was cool. He was a cam girl. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and we used that to create our first video.
1: Several videos. Several videos.
0: Lip sync videos were kind of popular lip-sync, on
1: the internet. Yeah, like lip sync videos were like the first videos to like pop off on the internet where mm-hmm. it was just like people just singing to a side. I mean, it's TikTok. It's, it's, it's a freaking cycle, Full circle. man. And I think the thing that like, that set us apart in the lip sync was that like we added like little jokes in there where it was like we'll have us like fighting like the Power Rangers and then it'll cut back to us lip syncing.
0: We made a few others. We made the Mortal Kombat lip sync video. Mm-hmm. That is what popped off. Like a week later, we came out with the the Pokemon lip sync video. Yeah, and it was only because we found YouTube that I was I got super hyped up on like yeah, let's create the next one. And then everyone was coming to see this new website. All these news articles were popping up about yeah, like YouTube. this new video hosting website. Will video be the future of the internet? Probably not because we're all on dial up internet and it's way too slow to ever yeah. have this be widespread. But we were right there on the front page. Yep. Yeah.
1: the name of the game in the beginning was like consistency. So we we're like, okay, we need to make a video like once every two weeks.
0: We were one of YouTube's first 10 channels to be brought into a
1: monetization program. I was like, "Oh, dang! Like this is consistent money." I quit my job mm-hmm. so we could do YouTube full time. And I remember like looking at my bank account, and it was down <laughs> to like four dollars. And then like that first like that first payment hit, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Woohoo!" Then it was like, "Okay, this is like this is this is a job." That was this is a job now. Balls of the wall, full
0: time at yeah. that point. And our entire lives became about Smosh. Yeah. Even us hanging out, I don't think that we even really hung out outside of being on camera too much. I mean, we played some games together and like had played lunch games. and stuff like
1: that. but I mean, we were living together, working together, hanging out. Mm-hmm. I mean, like it was our YouTube, like what did become our lives like completely. It was not going to be sustainable to to
0: continue working like that. Yeah. So uh, a company who we'd been working with to sell ads on some the ads. website, to yeah. sell ads on smosh.com they proposed the idea of purchasing smosh i mean i feel like now in hindsight it's 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 like okay they offered you stock for this purchase yeah and you agreed to sell your company for stock like obviously that sounds like a stupid idea but at that time there was no way there was no way to know
1: no because i i think that you know it's it's all hindsight it's like that company could have gone lots of different directions and Mm -hmm. it was like it was new territory like nobody had ever done this kind of stuff before nobody had ever sold a youtube channel yeah i don't think so it was like for us it was like you know smosh was something that that you and i created and we had the opportunity of being involved in something that was bigger than ourselves Mm -hmm. and this kind of stuff happens all the time in other in other areas of media so it was like yeah, what a cool opportunity and like getting support from a larger company. I mean, having- they,
0: they, it felt like they had infinite resources. Yeah, us.
1: well, they, they yeah, they were playing with somebody else's money. When they came to us and said, you're going to get this amount of
0: stock. Yeah. I was like, oh, shit, this is, I could retire with this money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, we were spending so much time worrying about all these other elements that the idea of a company taking on all of it and you and I just get to focus on
1: creating yeah. youtube as a career and as like an industry was still so new that there like we didn't know how long this was going to last. We were seeing YouTubers at that point like burning out. Yeah. Like people that were taking on everything themselves were burning out, were quitting youtube, you know. We signed a four-year contract to continue working there on this stuff after
0: selling and obviously we we planned to continue upping that contract and definitely yeah. you know making it better for ourselves but seeing that we could at least do this for four plus years was yeah. super attractive. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> and, and it was like we get to just fuck around and have fun and like enjoy yeah, doing we what we do with the, our lives.
1: Focus on the creative side of things and yeah. not and not like the administrative yeah. and like the website.
0: We started doing so many things at that moment, though. Uh, the company Defy that we sold Smosh to started presenting tons and tons of new projects mm-hmm. for us to do. They're like, oh, do this uh, comic book, now this live stream, now this movie, now this mobile game, now this magazine. There were all these things that it felt like we couldn't really say no to because, A, they were really cool opportunities. And, yeah. you know, seeing this crazy idea come to fruition sounded really really cool but also you know whenever i felt like whenever i expressed like this is a lot you know on my plate we're already doing these three youtube channels there was kind of this tone of well the more work you do the higher the the value of the company is the more the the stock value is going to be and also we need to bring this money in to please the investors so we we have to do this right so it just felt like it was this impossible amount of work that kept building up and building up and there was expectations to say yes to every single opportunity that came through
1: and for a lot of this stuff again we were kind of the first to do a lot of that stuff so there wasn't there wasn't a playbook of like what is the best thing for a YouTube channel to do outside mm-hmm. of YouTube videos? Mm-hmm. So it was like, okay, yeah, let's try a movie. Let's try a magazine. Let's try a comic book. Somebody has to make those mistakes first to learn like what works and what doesn't work. So and oh, like,
0: did we make some mistakes?
1: Oh fuck yeah. We made we did. some fucking mistakes. There was there was a first draft of the Smosh the movie script that was Horrendous.
0: It was trying to guess what Smosh was from an outsider's perspective, yeah. who had no idea what Smosh was.
1: Yeah, and 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 I think a lot of people, a lot of people, when they when they're not like deep into like Smosh and they just kind of like know it because like maybe their like kid watched it. They assumed that Smosh was for children like literal 10 year olds yeah and then so they would try to write something or try to pitch something that was for children and it's like no like smosh has always been stuff that we thought was funny and it just so happens that children (laughs) children uh, children love our sense of got on the computer and watched it yeah and maybe they shouldn't have watched it but we never, we never made it with like the distinct purpose of like, we have to appeal to, to kids. No,
0: it was just that some of our, most of our really absurdist type humor yeah. appealed to kids because I think kids kind of got it.
1: Yeah, because I think it's like, I think that our sort of like sensibilities was, it was kind of like you're watching like a live action cartoon. Yeah, that's how I felt too. And I think like, yeah, who has the most time to watch YouTube? It's kids. Well, plus YouTube was
0: so new at the time that no adult even knew what it was.
1: True. I mean, like, look, was Smosh the movie a, a <laughs> good movie? No, but- No one's denying that. But I think like, would I take it back? No, I I, I, no. I had an amazing experience. That's true. Uh, I think like, what a cool opportunity. It was fun to make, and, even like, though it was bad. But I will say, I know that there are people that did enjoy the movie. Yeah, and I'm yeah. not gonna take that away from them.
0: I wish that we could explain how much time went into so, so many much shit. projects.
1: Yeah, but it was. I mean, we were trying to create something bigger than ourselves, and like trying to create like a comedy empire. And, I
0: imagined it as an empire, and I yeah. felt like if we put in that work now, then we wouldn't have to do it later. Right. So I was willing to make the sacrifice of, yeah, sure, I'll, I'll work 80 to 100 hours a week working on this thing without any extra pay because yeah. it's building towards something bigger. Yeah. But that destroyed my mental health. It destroyed mm-hmm. my relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that I really talked to my parents during that time. It mm-hmm. was just smosh, eat, and shit. That was it. And occasionally kiss a girlfriend. Yes. When she wasn't angry at me because I spent eighty hours working on Smosh and not paying any attention. So, yeah,
1: yeah. And you had a vlog channel for a second.
0: And a fucking vlog channel.
1: And then I. So was, you get home and then you'd have to uh, do and then you have to do, <laughs> you'd have to do daily, daily vlog. Oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't do that for the channel. <laughs> no, I, I can do that, that for a Smosh I think, channel. I think that was very appropriate. For yeah. this For that moment. Actually. No, I can't. I can't imagine. <sighs> I I know. I was yeah. I was like. There's no way. There's no fucking way I'm daily vlogging. And you know what? You were right. I'd say that was a good choice. I'm glad I was right about one thing. You
0: were you were in the right camp for that. Yeah. And our friendship Mm -hmm. started deteriorating as well. (laughs) What (laughs) friendship? I mean, it was weird because we had a really close friendship Mm -hmm. when we first started making the videos. Yeah. You know, it was literally just us fucking around, having a good time.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think it's a great case study on what happens when. When two best friends decide to start a business partnership, yeah, um, and also become roommates, and not spend any time apart from each other, I don't think we talked about anything in our personal lives. At a certain point, it what personal lives? That's true. <laughs> what personal lives that's did we true. have?
0: Also, feelings?
1: What are those? Well, no, you, I mean, you can't you can't bring feelings into it because then that causes conflict. True, and we And, you, you, be and you can't cause conflict when you're in a business relationship. Because then the business could fail. We we're masters at at being passive aggressive, and we were yeah. masters at not having conflict. Mm-hmm. And uh, I felt it for sure, but it never came out. And I'm sure, like you know, we would we would like vent to our significant others about you know shit between us, but we would never we would never talk it out between ourselves. And it's so funny because like so much of our like. Brand identity was, like, like about us being, like, best friends. Mm -hmm, So it's, mm -hmm. like, you're kind of, like, wrestling with that, where it's, like, we got to keep this, like, we got to keep this good. Yeah, yeah. But not in, like, a healthy way. I would vent to you a little
0: bit about... But it was about business. It was about business stuff. Yeah. I wasn't talking about feelings
1: related to us. I was talking about feelings related to... How you thought, like, you were getting screwed over by... Or, like, how you thought we were getting screwed over by our parent company. and
0: When I started realizing that things were deteriorated to the, p- fucked up beyond repair with the company that we were at at the time with Smosh, uh, you know, I made the decision that I think I need to leave this thing. And I think there's probably some world where I could have stuck around and just kind of like been like, well, it's okay. They want to do all these things. It doesn't need to be perfect. I'll just do what I do best. Right but i felt like it had almost spiraled out of control to the point where it wasn't anything that i could enjoy anymore mm. plus our friendship was just so right, it was yeah. like who am i going to talk about this kind of stuff with
1: i feel like we both kind of knew that like our relationship like our relationship outside of work was like weird like yeah. where where like like we we would like occasionally we would like hang out outside of work and it just felt awkward. Yeah. Like it felt it like there was something like, that we weren't saying. It just the whole felt time. like kind of forced. You know, when we started this, we were we were 17 and at this point we were uh in our late twenties and you changed so much as a person in that time. What we expected and and how it was always portrayed online is that we stayed the same. Yeah. But like obviously throughout those years, you you have all these experiences and your in your um you're exposed to all these different things and your interests change and the things that that make you laugh change and the things that you want to do change. But I feel like whenever we got together, we kept trying to replicate the same things that we enjoyed when we were like 17. Yeah. You know, so it was like, it just felt forced because it was like, oh, we don't, maybe we don't have like all the same interests that Mm. that we used to. And maybe we're, Maybe we want to spend our time in like diff- in a different sort of way. And that's not ever something that we talked about. No. Like, it was just like, you know, we'd hang out and like, I don't know, play some like Mario Kart or something. Yeah. Like, it just know? felt
0: like we were just, sur- very, it was just very surface level. Surface level, yeah. It was like, here's what I'm doing. You're doing that thing too? How is that thing that you're doing right now? And there was no, like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? What's going on yeah. in your
1: world? And if we ever talked about like the company, it was it was always just like, you know, just business oh and I, business was, I would business. just complain about all the shit that they were having us do. yeah and then that would just like and and i would just always be like a little defensive and be like well you know like you know maybe it's like uh you know i remember like, you were looking at it really from the positive side I of just, like this
0: is a crazy opportunity that no one gets to have
1: and here we are experiencing it there were certain ways that you could interpret us as being taken advantage of i still saw it as like let's not let's not like ruin a good thing like yeah. you know i just like for me it's like I was just like holding on to this thing because after this time, like we've seen mostly every channel that came up with us mm-hmm. go away, and so like I think I found myself kind of being like the mediator between like you know uh, the the issues you had with the company mm-hmm. and the things that the company like wanted to do. In my own interpretation, I was like, I guess Ian's fine getting taken
0: advantage of, and you know, yeah. like and yeah, we didn't yeah. talk about. But it is true. I started to get in a really negative mindset. I was frustrated with everything. I had nowhere to... I'd never been to therapy, nor did I have the concept of speaking about my emotions at all. Sure. So I was just holding on to all these frustrations. And I guess you were the only person I would vent to about my
1: frustrations with the company. Mm. Well, because I'm probably the only person that... I'm the only person that has the same experiences and understanding Mm. as you.
0: But then I felt like you didn't really... Hear me because mm-hmm. you were looking at it from the pos a positive mindset. Yeah. You know, and I know you you understood to a certain degree, yeah. but I think it was easier for you to be like, Yeah, those things suck, but we could just kinda That's let that go and just it's just the way it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you just constantly feel positive about it?
1: I think for me I just I just thought about the opportunity always and but I think I was also like operating on like to a certain degree, like I was operating on like fear mm-hmm. of like I don't want to lose this
0: thing. I came to you with the idea of, well, I told you I was going to leave. I told you I couldn't do it anymore. I did say it'd be cool if we both left, but then I remember you were like, what does that mean though? Are we creating a new channel together?
1: Yeah, and I feel like our friendship- and we had we had talked about it before, yeah we had we had kind of sketched out like a like a potential thing of like... What would happen if like, we were to create a new channel from the ground up, but it was like so much of what was keeping the main channel alive was the library. Yeah. The library of content, people going back and watching all of our older videos mm-hmm. was, what, was what made that business model work because making sketch comedy is not cheap. <laughs> no. The idea of like, just starting something over, but it being the same thing, but just without a parent company, yeah, wasn't attractive to me because I was like, we're just starting over and doing the same thing. Yeah, I
0: tried to get you to leave with me for a bit, but I, I could tell that you. I don't think to you, stay. I don't think you tried that hard. I didn't try that hard. You said you said I don't want to, and I said okay. Yeah, and I was like, no, we're I not just, even that really that great of friends anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> well, by that point. Yeah. I mean, I think at our core, we. It didn't feel
1: right. Yeah. It just didn't make sense to me. And,
0: me leaving Smosh did not go well for me at first.
1: It was a, it was a little cringe. <laughs> oh,
0: it was a little cringe. okay, okay. And we've never
1: talked about this part.
0: No. Yeah, I was floundering around, not knowing what I
1: was supposed I to do. Okay, I wouldn't say it was like that. That that I'm just, I'm just nagging you. It was pretty it wasn't, cringe. It wasn't like, look, it was very, it was very clear what was going, like I could see very clearly like what you were doing and like what was going on. It was very clear that you were trying to find your individual creative voice. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And with the types of videos you were putting out, it felt very much like you'd throw this out and see if that would stick. You'd throw that out, see if that would stick. You'd get excited about something. I could tell like there was like a time when I think you were watching like like Nathan for you, and you were like getting excited oh, about this, yeah. this one kind of like style. Yeah, could read tell me like, like a book. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it was it was clear. It's like you know we had come up with like this certain like creative voice, mm-hmm. and it was very clear. Like when you left, you had to find your own voice. Yeah. And that kind of stuff doesn't happen immediately
0: no and it sucks when you have millions of people watching you try to find oh, your and voice it yeah. and judging and then i'm judging myself yeah. and the comments saying you're nothing without smosh oh or, yeah. smosh is better off without you and yeah all these types of comments got into my head that i'm nothing without this totally. thing that i made i think that i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. doing comedy because that's what i did before but then i'm trying to find my own voice within that which just didn't feel right and there was no there was no structure to anything i was making yeah and it was i mean i felt horrible it was embarrassing and yet we never talked about that yeah i don't think no. you ever mentioned my content to me ever
1: no well Not we once. also didn't really talk that much at that oh, time true but like,
0: like yeah. i remember i i walked by you at or like we saw each other in like the lobby of a hotel at vidcon i think i was wearing the the shirt that i was that fucking shirt right there Oh. Uh, i was wearing that my interview shirt and you're like Oh, what are you doing? You're gonna go interview, and I felt this little, <laughs> little sense of judgment about what I was doing. I was like, "Whoa, we've never talked about oh. what I do at all, anyway." But I felt this resentment that you had, yeah, uh, when I left Smosh, mm-hmm. and I felt mm-hmm. like when I first told you that I was gonna leave, it felt like it was all, it was all fine, and you're like, "Okay, you know, we'll figure it out." And I yeah. remember, you know, I brought you over here, and I told you that. You know, this was the plan and yeah you, you texted me afterwards and you like had an inside reference to like this old song that we used to listen to mm. the refuse song mm. ten hauser oh sure and uh, you you mentioned that you played that and it was like a closing of uh, you oh, know, a sure. chapter yeah and it was like this emotional positive moment of like where there's this new chapter that we're gonna face separately now mm. and uh And I felt like that quickly diminished and there was like some resentment that you started to
1: have. Well, I'll I'll tell you what the resentment was. What? I've never heard this before. No, no. Yeah. I feel like this is going to turn into a Mori episode. (laughs) Um, This is why we came here. Uh, No, you left Smosh and then you didn't want to do, you didn't want to have anything to do with Smosh. Yeah. And you like didn't have any contact with anyone after that didn't really talk to anybody and you didn't want to be in any collabs like you completely severed yourself mm-hmm. after that point. For me I was like it se- like, seems like us collaborating would be like a no brainer mm-hmm. like this could be great like you know you come on our stuff we go on your stuff whatever like it mm-hmm. seemed like it would be like a great like relationship but you completely like you know set up your boundaries and that for me was like really frustrating i didn't understand like why it was like such a rule that we couldn't do videos Mm -hmm. um but i i did i did understand it from like a personal level because you know smosh is so intertwined with both of our identities like if we go out in public and get recognized more often than not somebody's gonna say smosh Mm -hmm. and so i think like for as long as you know we are recognized in public it's all like nine times out of ten or maybe now seven times out of ten for you (laughs) like somebody is going to say smosh
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: and I understand, like, when you left Smosh, you wanted to um, create your own identity and, and prove. And you've kind of talked about this to me a little bit. Like, you wanted to prove that you could be successful without any help from Smosh. You could be successful on your own and create something entirely separate. Well, also, I didn't want to be
0: attached to something that had caused me so much pain. Because it was taken to me, it felt like it was taken from me and and bastardized and turned into something and like spit out this like almost generic version of what I felt like we sought out to create. And there was so much pain attached to this brand. Yeah,
1: because it's at the end of the day, it is just business. Yeah, and the problem is like we have so much of our personal selves wrapped up in this business mm-hmm. that you know when when somebody decides to make like a new show on the channel it's that was a business move like it, it does it shouldn't reflect on you as like a person but it does because everyone else's uh perception of smosh is that any decision is like a decision that we've made yeah and any anything that's on a channel is a reflection of us. Everything becomes personal. Yeah. When a lot of things are just business.
0: It's true because our our only communication was through and about Smosh. Yeah. So
1: when that severed, it was there was nothing else. There. Yeah. I then had to figure out what is Smosh? Like, what is Smosh without this sort of like foundational beginning of being like two best friends making making videos that's and true that was the entire brand yes the main yes channel no. like the main channel was already shifting if you remember like every blank evers which was like the thing that we were doing with with the other cast Shane Courtney Olivia Noah Keith um those were surpassing our sketches
0: yeah and and you know that I felt that a little bit of like oh even this thing that that I felt was the foundation of Smosh is even being surpassed by other things.
1: Yeah, I do understand, like creatively, where you were seeing, like, oh fuck, like these other people on our channel are now more popular just because those videos were more broad in scope of like, you know, what the comedy was about. It was better for like SEO. Mm-hmm. Like it was just a strategically, it was it was just hitting the algorithm better at that point than ian and anthony sketches also i had completely lost
0: passion for the sketches because right. i was so drained yeah with all the other outside projects that by the time we even got into write stuff mm-hmm. it was just like here's the remaining one percent of my creative energy that i could put on this thing and then it was yeah i think you were I, I pretty, felt like i was just like checked out by that yeah I was, just, I was just show up and do the thing and i can literally go back and look at the videos through the entire smosh library yeah and i could
1: see like
0: when my passion started deteriorating and when it was just like gone
1: yeah the thing with smosh is like you know for the longest time we had the the sort of like brand identity of like it's ian and anthony yeah and i mean the 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 truth was there there's this sort of like whole team this like group of creative funny Great people that are all working together to create this stuff, and so that became my focus of of kind of trying to trying to expand the the spotlight of of like who's working on Smosh and who's creating this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, in a year later, mm-hmm. uh, we were in the middle of pre production on on a round of shoots, and there had been rumblings about things. Being not so great at our parent company, and um, we had had a, a call with the with the leadership team, and they were like, "Just so you know, like our bank, blah 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 blah, like don't don't be worried, like we're we're figuring it out, but there are some issues." And then somebody goes, "Have you seen the email?" Oh fuck! Like looks up from their computer, like, "Have you seen the email?" They're yeah. Like, what are you talking about? and we all open up our email, they notified everybody via email that said, effective immediately, defy media uh, ceasing business operations. So we were all just like in the middle of work, at the office, everyone gets this email and it's just like, it's over. And then all hell breaks loose and the riots start? (laughs) Sort of. (laughs) Um, Okay, so we all don't have jobs anymore. Like, what is Smosh? Like, is yeah. it done? Um, and so we <laughs> we send a couple people out to to get alcohol, and uh, <laughs> and we kind of throw a bit of a rager at the office, Holy shit. and um, you know, shit gets broken. People walk out with stuff, you know. People, I think, were pissing on the president's table. Literally? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Holy! I think fuck. somebody took a piss on on his desk because he wasn't there, by the way. I uh, well, I
0: hope not. I'm 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 honestly kind of glad I wasn't there for that. It sounds like it. Dude, was Dude, it was crazy. Chaos.
1: People were like, they were like, they had a bunch of like Defy Media mugs. Yeah. And they people were like going into this one studio and just like smashing them with baseball bats. Why were like, people
0: so pissed at Defy? Because like I was pissed at Defy for very separate reasons.
1: Well, I think it was just like it was, I think it was just the the attitude was just like fuck it, like you know, getting that kind of like notice while at work yeah. without you know without the the leadership team being there to tell us in person. It just seemed disrespectful. And we just got an email. Yeah. Um, I mean, at least we didn't find out about it on Twitter, like some other companies, True, but, um, yeah, the, the, the leadership team wasn't there to tell us in person. And I think a lot of people felt really slighted by that. And like, and, you know, we had this like big, like prop and wardrobe room that had like all of our costumes. And I remember a couple of people being like, can I have this? And I was like, I don't know. Sure. So like. We don't have like the Assassin's Creed outfit that we made. Or the link. I don't outfit. think we have. We, we don't have the link Fuck. outfit. And did that
0: happen because the riots? <laughs> yeah, I think so.
1: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I was wondering just, where like, those props went. We just threw a rager at the at the office that night. Um, Fuck. And I don't know. Like I, I I remember like telling some people I was like, look, I don't, I don't know what this means for Smosh, but it can't be over. So. Red Link stepped up and uh, acquired Smosh. I
0: mean, they were with us from
1: the beginning in many ways. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 also OGs. Like, they've been they've been running like a successful channel for for a long time. They understand like how important it is for like the creator to be in the driver's seat and and not be meddling with content and not be pushing like a lot of. Um crap. Big ups to Ret and Link for uh believing in us and yeah. and keeping it going to today and then mm-hmm. um up to today <laughs> where we I, we actually got a text from Rhett and Link. Literally just got a text in the, mi- like five mi- in the middle ago. of our interview that said, Congratulations.
0: So we fucking own Smosh now. It's official we did as it. of we signed. right as of like five minutes ago. Yeah,
1: we signed. Holy fuck. So God. deal is closed we officially own smosh i never thought that it would get here all the shit that
0: i thought were the hugest problems with between you and i between smosh and i yeah weren't really what i thought they were they were really my own insecurities and i needed to do all that in order for us to reconnect in the way that we have
1: you know when when you left smosh and people are like, people are like, oh, that's like, that's like, that must be really hard. Like, you know, what are you, what are you going to do? I was like, I, the, the line that I said to a lot of people is that you needed to leave smosh. Yeah. No, it's true. I, I believe like you needed to leave.
0: It's true. It needed to happen. I needed to disconnect from it. And Totally, let go of that resentment and all those frustrations against, uh, you know, the greater company, but also you. Which I felt because there was that 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 tension between us that we never spoke about. I think I took a lot of my frustrations out on what our friendship had become. The moment that I fully, that I feel like I fully relinquished the uh, pent up resentment. And other harbored emotions, which took like four or five plus years, that's when you and I finally started reconnecting. Mm -hmm. Because before that it was it was a lot of me saying, I wish things were like this, or I wish I didn't make that mistake, or if oh, if only we had done that thing, then things would be fine. Or, you know. Once I was able to give that up, it all started to kind of start falling back into place in a weird way. Last year, you know, the the kind of catalyst of us really becoming close again. I mean, first of all, my partner, Mikey, has been incredibly influential in inspiring me to grow and let go of shit and uh, mm-hmm. be more honest with myself and, and you know, learn how to talk about my emotions in a way where um, you know, I could just be completely honest and not feel this this wall and, you know, start to reflect on why do I have all these walls up in my head of like, don't talk about this or this hurts you too much, so don't go near that. Right, and, right. Yeah. You know, so, so I have started kind of dismantling all these protective measures that I've kind of on autopilot fallen into. Mm-hmm. And in, in that process, I kind of feel like I was at a really good place when your friend Diana reached out and was like, "Hey, do you want to do a, a, a you know go to lunch yeah. with us?" and it was the perfect timing because at that point I had just really given up all those things that I resented, and I was mm-hmm. able to to then see the the magic thing between us. Yeah, and in that process, I had also uh, stopped resenting Smosh so much and what it was, and I was able to look back and reflect on what. It was about what we made together that was so special right and i it started to kind of rekindle all these feelings of the magic that we would capture when we would make stuff together yeah and i was able to see like what we made wasn't just because we were like really good at writing scripts or something it was it really was uh you know we really captured that that magic of us just being together being vulnerable experiencing you know some funny moment together and then expanding on that and mm-hmm. it was the perfect storm because because yeah. then we, we hung out and it felt like for the first time in years like i don't even know when our friendship really started deteriorating to the point where we couldn't even really hang out and just be ourselves but it mm-hmm. was like maybe seven eight nine years since we really were able to just be ourselves
1: yeah so my my friend diana i remember like i had, had talked to her a bunch about you and and you know kind of Smosh and um, she's also a YouTube creator, so she kind of understands the whole the whole thing and and she was kind of like pushing me to to you know reconnect.
0: <laughs> Did you express anything that you wanted to, or was she the only one pushing it?
1: Uh, she pushed it. <laughs> yeah. So so, but you had done
0: some personal growth in that time as well.
1: Cause else you probably would have just shut
0: it down, right? I don't know,
1: but I just you know. It had been so long and, like, you know, you kind of build up, like, all these, like, because we hadn't hung out and, I mean, we hadn't legitimately, like, hung out in probably a couple of years, I would say. And, yeah, it was, like, it was so, like, chill. Like, it was just kind of, like, I feel like we kind of, like, fell back into our, like, rhythm of, like, you know, we have the same like comedic sensibilities, and like, mm-hmm. you know, even though we've like changed as as people, and you got more bling and more tattoos, mm-hmm. like we're still, we still like. Hey, you got a little bling too. Let's not discount it. I know your boy got a chain now. Ba- baby's, first chain, the
0: baby's first chain. That baby's first chain. and you got face bling
1: too. Oh, true. Yeah, Faces, yeah, true. yeah,
0: What do you think it was about that hang that was so different? Because we had we had not gotten lunch before. Because our walls were up.
1: I think. Like it was still like, you know, like I was going through this whole, you know, it's it's been it's been weird, like to to not do Smosh with you and have to like try to assume this like leadership position. My first year back into Smosh, I was so fucked up. Like I I guess it was to the point that like on multiple occasions. People would just like walk up to me and be like, hey, are you okay? Were you like just dissociated? Yeah. Where I was just like, yeah, I was just kind of like swimming. I was a master of compartmentalizing things. Mm. And I think that's just like how that's just how we survived after so many years of doing YouTube is that we would just compartmentalize things. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is an issue. I'm gonna just gonna. I'm just going to shelve that. Future Ian will worry about yeah, that. Yeah, future Ian will worry about that <laughs> or like it's not a big deal. Yeah. Like and then finally like I went and like got a therapist. <laughs> so you you caved. Yeah, I didn't know like what was going on with me. The first time I had like a consultation with a therapist, like I I like met with her and I kind of explained things to her and she asked me like a series of questions and then she was like okay, well you're not a sociopath, so that's good. But uh, <laughs> it was just like, because I just like, it was just like, I don't know, like I just wasn't like feeling things. Like mm. I was just so, just numb. What did you learn to feel emotions? I after don't know. That? Probably. <laughs> uh, but, that sounds uh, like a, an absolute yes. But I, I think, like, I just, I was just thrown into the deep end, and it was the only way for me to survive in that in that sort of role. And I think like with with you and I, like we had had this level of trust and we had this ability to like bounce ideas off of each other. When you left, I didn't necessarily have that same level of trust. Like I was on an island. Because before at Defy, we all had somebody to vent about. We were like, oh, it's Defy. Defy is the big bad guy. But now you're the leader. And then now I'm the leader. And then, you know, in some ways, I'm the big bad guy because I gotta mm. make decisions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it was it was hard. And then yeah. we reconnect, and or
0: we go to lunch, and you you realize that it's that like the walls are down.
1: No, it's just that like we, you know, we grew as people, but the things that we, I mean, just in terms of like comedy, like you know it hadn't changed that much like in terms of like yeah. what what we thought was what we thought was funny and it's like you know we're sitting there and we're like laughing and like you know it's it's the pressure was definitely not there yeah i don't think that anytime that we had hung
0: out or gotten lunch in the room up to that point i was able to just fully laugh or you were even able to fully joke so no I think that was probably the biggest difference with that hang itself is he it helped have mediators too because then it wasn't this it, yeah the, the, there wasn't because we weren't pressure. ready for this yeah it was the first time that we were able to really fully connect and I think that was when I realized like oh shit <laughs> oh fuck I'm gonna cry a little bit I was like <laughs> I was like my <laughs> wow And uh, we never even expressed emotions to each other, so this is great. I still won't. Okay, good. Uh, I was like, my childhood friend that I grew up with is still Mm. here. You know? Yeah. Mm. I thought that our relationship had evolved so far away from that. I thought you had changed.
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I thought
0: I had changed too much. Yeah. That I thought that it was just no going back, but seeing that we were still there at our core. Yeah, you know that the foundation of what makes us who we are, you know, that what we developed in our child, that sense of humor, the you know the way that we connected when we were younger, and that that mm-hmm. project in sixth grade, just one upping each other and and just yeah enjoying that that feeling yeah that we then recreated with Smosh for so many years, it was still there, almost like it had never left, which was just really. Uh, a bizarre thing to realize that it was still there.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's interesting because we did have to like let go of our friendship and find each other again later. Like we had, yeah. we had to like let go of the idea of what our friendship was Yeah, because it was our, our idea of friendship was shaped, not even necessarily, it was, it was partly us, but it was also the audience. Yeah. And the expectations yeah. that the audience put on us.
0: I mean, let's not even get into how the audience was like, constantly comparing us. Yeah. So I think I also held some uh, resentment about oh, like the like, way that the You're the, the audience... hot one,
1: I'm the funny one. Yeah. And I'd
0: be like, I have no value except for space. Still just true. Still on... true. <laughs> let's just. <laughs> I was like, I have no value ba- except for just the genes that I was born with. It's true. And... It's true. Yeah, it is true. I think I, I, we,
1: we were definitely like holding on to like an idea of what of what our friendship was.
0: I was holding and, on to an identity, yeah, and yeah, yeah. the audience only knew me as that identity.
1: Yeah.
0: And because I thought I was that identity that was you know presenting on camera, that when someone would say something about the way the thing that they saw the version of me that they saw, I thought that they were talking about me.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: yeah. mm-hmm. you know, I I just held on to so much resentment just based on the things that people were saying and. You know, I think that in my own journey in the past six years, a huge part of that has been understanding my own value internally with myself and not needing the, the external things to either make me feel good or make me feel bad about what people have to say or what they think. Yeah. And I think letting go of all that, like that huge amount of resentment that I had, that I didn't mm-hmm. even realize I had, like that even allowed me to, to connect without those walls. Last yeah, year.
1: yeah. I think like once we stopped trying, we didn't really talk that. I mean, we like occasionally texted, but we didn't really talk that much for a couple of years. And I think like we really did have to like let go of that. And I think you know that's that's kind of the thing of like you know adult adult relationships and adult friendships where it's you know you have to allow that kind of growth, and and it's okay to have something and for that thing to be great and then let go of that and if you happen to come back around and you happen to reconnect that's great but there you shouldn't feel the pressure to do that of course like our friendship will always be (laughs) intertwined with business unfortunately but i think that you know i think that we are a little bit more equipped to to deal with this now and discuss you know our our boundaries and and how we're feeling and yeah uh you know what it what it is that what we what our needs are i i didn't i i did not think this was going to happen i i had honestly resigned myself to thinking that like we we wouldn't be friends
0: Yeah, no, me too. Let's go ahead and thank our sponsor for this episode, BetterHelp. Therapy has helped reframe my view of the world and myself by allowing me to feel empathy for my younger self and therefore understand who I am today better, but therapy can be customized to whatever is right for you and can be useful in helping with motivation or feelings of depression, anxiety, stress, insecurity, or whatever else you might need. BetterHelp screens all their therapists to ensure that they have experience and that they're certified and licensed, and they provide customized therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat sessions with your therapist, so you don't have to see anyone or speak over the phone if that's not something that you're comfortable with. As you may have found out by now, therapy can be expensive, and the price of finding a therapist that you like and connect with can be overwhelming, which is why BetterHelp offers a more affordable alternative to in-person therapy, where you can start communicating with your therapist in less than 48 hours. So, Huge thank you to BetterHelp for giving I spent a day with viewers and listeners 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Padilla. That's hel slash Padilla. Now, let's get back to the world of Ian Hickox. There is one moment, one thing that you did for me when we were younger that really Stood out to me that I never oh, mentioned no. to you, oh, and no.
1: I never thanked oh, you. Oh no, it. you have you have some you I, have some secret thing that I've, you've have you been holding something this whole time. I've been holding it in. Oh, this I've is good for the trailer. It.
0: Fuck, I don't even know what year it was. I w- we, I was 15. We were 15. what? We were 15. You went back that far? Yeah. Uh, and that was a very interesting year for me. Yeah. Because I came down with an autoimmune disease. Yep and I was incapacitated for Half a months. year, right? Yeah, uh, I was bedridden for like three months. Yeah. And then uh, after that, I started to feel a little bit better, but I was, I was so weak that I still had to just do schooling from home. So yeah. I missed
1: half the school year. Yeah, you were gone for half the year. Yeah. yeah,
0: and I don't know how you got it to me, but somehow you got a get well soon card that you gave to me. Okay, I don't know if it was you that came up with the idea, or your mom, <laughs> or if like your mom told you you had to do I it. I don't know. Did a bunch of people sign it? And a whole bunch of people signed it, oh, and okay, you yeah. wrote a message like, "Get well soon." We, we, wow, I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> it was like we, I'm we can't wait to friend. see you again, and uh, that, <laughs> it, it really meant a lot to me, and oh. um, yeah, it kind of kept me motivated and and focused, and uh, I don't know why, but for some reason it motivated me to learn how to, you know, program a website, program a game, and uh, I feel like because of that, in some Mm. ways, I was able to channel my energy to creating the things that eventually culminated in what Smosh, uh, what the foundation of Smosh was.
1: Yeah, I'm sure that was like an incredibly, like, isolating, like, horrible, like, few months for you. Yeah. And like, yeah, I could I could see that for sure. (laughs) You don't even remember doing it. But you know, it was it was it was for me to feel better and it worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) um, so what you're saying is that all this is because of me. (laughs) Um basically Wow I'm on basically
0: yeah you created Smosh.
1: All right, great. (laughs) You you said it. You said it. So I was really clinging on
0: to this idea of what our friendship was and should be. And once I was able to resign those and just let it exist exactly as it was, Mm -hmm. then we were actually able to connect without my expectations for what it should be or should have been. Everything needed to kind of line up exactly as they have for this opportunity to present itself, for us to reconnect as friends. Mm -hmm. And then for the concept of us buying back and having full and complete Ownership. ownership and creative yep. control again, yep. which is something we haven't had in a, over a decade.
1: When we pitched the idea of potentially working together, Wait, I, do you want to say
0: what, what how that happened?
1: Yeah, I mean, stuff was going on at Smosh, and and I was kind of there was there's a there was a couple there was a few outcomes that were that were looming on the horizon for for Smosh. The main channel specifically has just been kind of like it just hasn't quite found its footing mm-hmm. over the past over the past few years, and keep trying to find a voice for it and just not clicking. And um, one of the options that I was considering that I thought wasn't possible, but I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna like for once be be brave and just like and just like just fucking say it. And I and I we were outside and on your on your deck and I was like what if we bought smosh and you were like, I remember, "Dude, I was like, dude, I was just, like, and yeah, I like, I remember literally yeah, just jumping you like up, jumped up, and yeah. you're like, I've been okay, so I've been talking <laughs> about this for like months with, uh, I think Mikey, you think you, or you were talking to somebody about like the possibility of like owning Smosh again, yeah, yeah. and you like launched into this like thirty minute diatribe about <laughs> what we could do with the channel. I put together and, this insane and plan in my head, and I was like, they're like." Jesus Christ, man! I just like said, "What if we bought Smosh?" Like, why are you giving me a whole like business rundown right now? Like,
0: well, I, I had been ruminating on this idea after we reconnected. I, I think you know, I at that point, I'd really allowed myself to mm. dig back into all the old stuff that we made together and figure out what it was, where, the, why there was this magic that I felt when watching yeah. um, this specific uh, era of our content. Yeah. And then I started getting really excited about what it would be like to make that again and I started mm-hmm. having all these ideas for new sketches that we could make and I come up with the most insane ideas and I can't stop thinking about mm-hmm. how can this be as great as possible. Yeah, And you know, I even threw out the ideas of like, oh, we could utilize YouTube's new membership feature. And then mm-hmm. they could kind of, uh, because most of the stuff that we made would be immediately demonetized if we made classic-style Smosh sketches. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, we could launch memberships, which we have, and Mm -hmm. it's like this could partly be crowdfunded to a certain degree, just like even just enough to give us reassurance that we could create content and not have to worry.
1: Yeah, I mean, part of the reason why we were struggling with sketch comedy back when we were still making it, you and me, was like all the sort of everything, everything that, that works on YouTube does not work for sketch comedy. It takes a whole day to shoot one video. Yes, that's not financially. That doesn't make any financial sense, and no. you can't do that anymore. That's why you don't see sketch comedy anymore.
0: Thousands YouTube. and thousands of dollars, so much time and energy, yeah. huge production all schedule, for, in all in for one a
1: four-minute video, that will you know. You know, if if you get a million views on it, you're lucky to make like. Um, yeah, a couple what, thousand dollars yeah yeah and that, and that, that, that and barely that covers cover, that doesn't cover the cost that doesn't cover the production cost <laughs> yeah. so it's it makes zero sense yeah um but with memberships are yeah. you know what we're part of what we're betting on with with our sketches is that um we're going to provide bonus content yeah for members and then it'll be funded by the people that are watching it yeah, and partly. then it'll make sense and it'll make it'll make sketch comedy sustainable yeah i
0: think this is the only way that sketch comedy is sustainable is that we need that extra support yeah. from the audience to allow us to make the kind of content that we were making or else yeah. we have to you know kind of do what you had it's, to do at, yeah. at smosh for so long which is not do scripted stuff only do unscripted uh, and it needs to be advertiser friendly. And, yeah. and that goes against like, the exact opposite of what we established with the tone of the sketches that we made for so many years. Yeah, Should we have a direct to camera moment? I mean, thank yeah, you. Become a member. Become a member. Like, it's the only way thank you. that we can sustainably- On Smosh, not on do this Do sketches. Channel.
1: Ugh, not this channel, Ugh, on Smosh, yeah, yeah, only well, this on this channel too.
0: Only <laughs> This channel has a membership too, you can do both. <laughs> but like the reason that I focus so much on the importance of memberships is because I didn't want to sacrifice the type of content or the jokes or the style or
1: mm-hmm. any of it. Yeah. Because I
0: feel like the only the magic of what made so many of those sketches that I went back to that I thought initially were just a product of their time that I was just blinded by nostalgia when I would remember how funny they were. But then having so much time apart going back mm-hmm. and analyzing them, seeing like all these things that make it make it feel like Smosh to me are all the things that would immediately get it demonetized, that are too expensive to do, that don't make any sense anymore with yeah the the business model
1: that you kind of have to have with the way that YouTube is now. So before it became like, okay, we're gonna do this. We we were like, okay, we should try writing a small sketch. Yeah, as and like an exercise to see if we yeah, still had it. Yeah, and you were like, oh, like come over to my house and we'll write a sketch. And dude, I was so skeptical. Really? Uh, yeah, I was like, dude, this is gonna be like, Internally, I didn't tell you this because I didn't. I didn't want to bring the vibe down. Honestly, I'm glad you didn't say yeah. it. Yeah, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Because I was just like, I was just thinking in the back of my head. I was like, dude, this is gonna be so cringe. What? What like, was
0: it? What was? Your, what do you think it was gonna be like?
1: I thought it was gonna suck. I, <laughs> thought, it was gonna be, I thought it was gonna be like. A slog. To, you mean you like, thought it was gonna. Sketch?
0: You thought it was gonna be like the the stuff that I was making when I went independent in 2017.
1: You had a lot of videos that ended in you crying. Yeah,
0: I did realize that. In fact, uh, <laughs> commenters were like, "Wow, these are great. I love when you cry. You cry all the time." And I was like, "Fuck, this really is just a representation
1: of who mm-hmm. I am, isn't it?" We started writing, and like pretty quickly, I was like, I was like noticing. I was like, we're like laughing. Yeah, we're I was like,
0: cry- I remember one moment where I cried laughing for like 30 to 45 full
1: <laughs> seconds just on the ground like literally yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And and like I was just like trying to take it in and it was like, "Oh, this is like like this is real. Like this is we're actually like doing this again." Mm-hmm. And it's and we're like falling right back into this like this sort of creative process of like making comedy and it's and it works yeah and and i and it's so funny because i just did not believe that that was going to happen and i just like i went in there just being like whatever we're just gonna see what this is like yeah And, and i left and i left there and i was like i just like felt good i was like i was like we just like we didn't completely finish a sketch it's not like we had like it totally done, but like we threw stuff on the page that made us laugh.
0: But I think the fact that we work in such different ways like I'm able to really hyper focus on something and put all my energy just like back to back constantly in one chunk. Yeah. I think that works really well when paired against. The way that you work, where yeah. you are super creative
1: mm-hmm. and the head's just kind of up in the clouds.
0: <laughs> yeah, but I feel like you need to be wherever you are. I don't know where the fuck you are sometimes, but you need yeah. to be there in order for for those ideas to 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 come up, you know? I yeah. I could never come up with most of the ideas that you come up with, but I feel like I know how to formulate it and put it together.
1: We've always made like a good like creative partnership because of that, where it's like I'll throw out a lot of like random shit where mm-hmm. it's like, I think <clears throat> I say a lot of times, like, okay, this is a really stupid idea. Those but, are my it's
0: my favorite yeah. when we're writing and you're like, this is a really stupid idea, but I'm like, what if we Give do it this? To me.
1: Yeah. And then like if it's like, if it's kind of a lazy idea, you'll be like, oh, like, I think we could do better than that. If we're not like dying over that, like, over that joke, you'll yeah. be like, uh, that's good, but like, could we do this? Or could we like, you know, like, yeah. could we get something that's better? I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. That's I true. feel like okay.
0: the the dynamic that works so well is that I'm able to see, I think when, when one of your ideas is is like rock solid and lock that in. Mm. And otherwise I see it as just a starting point or, yeah, you know, yeah, a new, yeah. you're not afraid to go completely off the rails and come up with a completely random idea. But I think it's just about like, finding the right context for that or using that as a starting point to get to an even better idea and i remember when you left or when you were leaving my house that day you had this sense of bewilderment on your face you were like wow uh okay (laughs) uh well that oh that was really good that was yeah that's really it was really fun that's really funny yeah you had this like Mm -hmm. i could tell you had this oh shit moment
1: yeah, I mean that was that was the that was the turning point because I needed to be I needed to be convinced that this wasn't just nostalgia and that this was like we could actually create again. Yeah. Um, and I needed to believe that I needed to believe in this. Yeah, and, 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 and I knew that. And I didn't believe in it until until we sat down and and wrote a script, and then it's like, okay, I think we could do this.
0: Yeah, and I, I knew that and I had my own doubts. That's why I I, I set that meeting. I was like, we're yeah. gonna write a
1: script. Yeah,
0: And it felt a little bit weird because it was like, why are we writing a Smosh script together? There's no way I we're know, gonna own Smosh very again. silly, yeah.
1: We started Smosh like 17 and a half years ago. Yeah. Um, we have literally gone through a generation of people. That's true. Um, and we, we see, that like Smosh in a weird way has had, you know, an impact on like some people that like grew up on it. Mm -hmm. And and I think we kind of like understand like that this, this is like bigger than us and that this like means something to more than just like you and me. And I didn't want to, I wanted to make sure that like we're gonna be like faithful to that because mm-hmm. i think we kind of owe it to the the people that you know whether they grew up on it or it was like their like comfort you know channel or you know i i think that i didn't want it to be just like a nostalgia grab no. like it can't be like a, you remember when like i still like i think it's fun to make references and and we had our announcement video with we brought my mom back in. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where it's like, I think like we can we can make silly nods to the old stuff, but like not be like, hey, oh, here we are being a uh, you know, uh, if movies are real, ten. That's you know, you it's know, like
0: in, in my thirty-minute diatribe. That's yeah. what I said. I said I want this stuff to be fresh. Yeah. i don't want it to feel like we're just playing to the peep to the old audience
1: the nostalgia factor yeah
0: i wanted the nostalgia But it can still we- be
1: respectful to yeah. the people that that that's important
0: to exactly and when we do throw in a nostalgic element yeah. uh it's either an easter egg or it's something that just makes it more funny that makes it funnier for the people that know what it means but we're writing all of our sketches now we've already written four we've already written yeah. four and we made it a point to have it all feel fresh and self-contained. Mm-hmm. You don't even need to have seen any other Smosh video in the past to, right. to, to to get the the overall story and the jokes. Yeah. But every once in a while there's a little joke here or there that's funnier if you get the nostalgic reference mm-hmm. the the play on our old stuff.
1: Yeah. So uh yeah, I needed I needed to believe that it was going to work. And then once we did that, I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. And after we wrote that first
0: sketch, you were, you were so committed that you were like, I'm going to set a meeting with Rhett and Link.
1: Yep. So I reached out to Rhett and Link. Yeah. The owners of Smosh. Mm -hmm. And I took a meeting with the two of them. And I said, um, look, (laughs) Anthony wants to come back. Oh, And they're like, uh, what? Like, they were, like, they were, um, really excited by that idea. Mm. Like, But But, there's a caveat here. Here's the thing. Yeah. He's not going to do it unless we, unless we own it. And they're like, look, we'll figure it out. Link specifically was like, I don't even like wanna talk about the business part of it. I just wanna talk about like how exciting this is. Mm. And they were both like very supportive. Like they're like, look, we'll figure out the business side of it. We'll figure that out. But that's not the most important thing. Mm. Like, how do we make this happen?
0: Yeah, and it was at that moment that we realized that this was an actual possibility. And since that day- Which I didn't
1: know, I, I, you know, it was kind of like a, uh, what if we own Splash again?
0: Yeah, but from that moment, We've been secretly (laughs) working behind the scenes to make this happen. Mm -hmm. And we've had to be so secretive that people don't even know about this. People at Smosh don't even know about it. People at Smosh do not know about this right now.
1: And in reality, you know, we shot this, we shot our announcement video, and we shot our first sketch. Yeah. And God, I mean yesterday. We shot our first sketch yesterday. We shot our first full
0: sketch yesterday. It was our first time on camera again.
1: Yep. Mm Hmm. and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: you know just like you were hesitant about what our writing dynamic would be like yeah there was that small part of me that was hesitant about what our on-camera dynamic would be
1: like oh interesting i didn't even think about that really yeah Mm, i mean i got i i i I just figured like yeah i I didn't even think about that you know i knew it was going to be a long day and i hadn't shot a sketch like that in a long time but like but yeah i mean it was just so fun it was like laughing the whole time i mean i was Fucking tired at the end of the day. Yeah. But it was, yeah, I was exhausted, but like had a lot of fun. We're like making jokes, we're kind of riffing, we're kind of changing some things on the fly. Mm-hmm. It
0: felt like we like, went back into the same patterns of what I feel were the was the golden era of us creating stuff together. It mm-hmm. felt like we just fell right back into it, like no time had passed somehow.
1: And for the most part, it was it, we were exactly aligned. And anything that we needed to discuss, it was like we discussed it right there worked out we all agreed and then yeah. just kept moving there was never any sort of like conflict on there's like, there's it, yeah. that's
0: one of the best parts about working together is it doesn't feel like there's any real hang-ups it feels like anytime there's some kind of hurdle in a sense it almost becomes a a fun challenge to see how we could make it even better because this this is now mm. like a limitation yeah you know i found that when we have limitations we're actually our content is a lot stronger what we're making is more more interesting it's more dialed in yeah and Mm. I'm just excited to see that I'm so excited to see our first classic style yeah it's gonna return to roots, smash sketch fully edited fully edited
1: and back like I'm very I'm very excited I think that yeah the the big the big issue the big sort of question mark at Smosh was the main channel. Mm. It was it was the thing that just didn't quite have an identity. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited for this main channel to have its identity again. Yeah. Being sketch comedy with with you and me and the Smosh Pit and Smosh Games channels, I love what we're doing there. I think that yeah. I think that there's so much more potential in games that we're working on and mm-hmm. and pits incredible and we're yeah. doing more things there and those channels really found their footing. Yeah, I'm excited for the whole brand. I, I know that yeah, this is this is uh this had to happen. I agree. I, mean, I really feel like it just like in a weird sense like the <laughs> timing, it's it's freakish yeah how good this timing has been. Mm-hmm. Um and it just like makes me think like this just had to happen. Like there's no other there's no other way. It's gonna yeah, happen in any other way.
0: I spent so much of my life regretting so many decisions that we made yeah and now in hindsight now that i've had the perspective i can see that every single thing needed to happen exactly as it did
1: yep in order for this this wouldn't have happened if this opportunity came up three years ago no no like
0: (laughs) and it might have passed if it came up two years from now yeah it needed to happen exactly as it did Yeah. And mm-hmm. I'm so excited to see what we can do now that we have that full, creative control mm-hmm. of everything, again.
1: Yep. This is like the logical like conclusion yeah. to everything that's happened, mm-hmm. and now we just get to create comedy again, and and you know have fun. Obviously, work, but it's, yeah. it's still work. But it's fun and you know i I know this is something that you've been very clear like you know this this channel uh fulfills a certain part for you Mm -hmm. but there's a certain creative kind of sketch comedy side of Mm -hmm. you that you feel like you haven't been able to scratch that itch right yeah there was this kind of void yeah, in my
0: heart of not being able to fully express myself yeah. because this channel does a lot for me. It allows me to express myself and, and yeah, be things that are completely different than Smosh ever
1: yeah could have allowed me to do. But there's still that part of me that you can't make butthole jokes on this channel.
0: Yeah, right? I mean, when it's appropriate, maybe butthole not.
1: comedy is like low on the list. Yeah, when, maybe when not when with the
0: there. kidnapping survivors or shooting yeah. survivors, but sure. certain. <laughs> certain episodes i do it can come out but that's the thing is like this part of me you know on this channel allows me to be Mm -hmm. curious and to learn about myself to learn about others to Mm -hmm. connect to kind of that that deeper humanity that exists within all of us and that's a part of me that needs to be expressed in some way as well but then there's you know being able to just fuck around and be silly and not take life too seriously, and find the comedy in everything, and being able to spin some crazy idea into something so much bigger and more yeah. expansive than 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 what it looks like. It's
1: what we're saying is that what what the work that we do at Smosh is very important very to the important. world mm-hmm. and life changing. Um, yeah, and if you don't watch it, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, don't be a piece of shit. Don't be a piece of shit. Subscribe to Smosh and become our a member. channel
0: and become a member. Yeah, and you'll get bonus content. Yeah, good. I feel like we got to get the hug in now. Are, are we gonna uh, do the uh, low hug? The low uh, hug? Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, we gotta get for. in the. Gotta get in the shot. It's in. Oh, we're cool. All right, of let's
1: rotate. Is,
0: are you doing rotate? We oh, show. Why? So we get the butt from uh, all the butt angles. Um, See? I, I, don't I don't know, know what this is but just that, dance. Is that we our st- Somebody's st-
1: gonna write a fanfic about that oh, Let me kiss God. afterwards I'm so stoked for this And I Dude it's been months It's been months And I mean I guess in some ways years in the making But yeah. um, This is the most uh, This is the. I, I truly think like This is the biggest thing that I think I've ever done and I am so scared and yeah. uh but i know that this is this is this is the way it's going to go well
0: it's going to go well and even if it doesn't look it's, it's like so even much if fun. it
1: doesn't do and this is the thing like even if it doesn't do well i know that this is the right thing i agree and if we burn it to the ground i am happy to do that with you
0: I appreciate that. I think that was a nice, I think it was the sweetest you've ever been to me.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay. (laughs) I mean it. Let's burn this to the ground. (laughs) Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do
0: it. Yeah. I'm so excited. Great. I'm starting an OnlyFans. Yeah? No. It's okay okay if you do. I I would subscribe just to support you. Please don't start the fan fictions again. Oh yeah. Are the fanfictions gonna start again? I'm not opposed. To
1: it.
0: <laughs> it did boost uh, my confidence. Did it? Yeah,
1: yeah. I especially loved when um, they would kill our girlfriends in the fanfics. Oh, and then, that was bad. The and then we would get together. Yeah, because that was the that secret. Was t-
0: that was tight. That was the only thing holding us back that from was, expressing our true selves. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, it would, it would be like yeah, our girlfriends would die in like a horrific car accident, and then we'd be consoling each other, and we'd be like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it'd be that or they're like new to town mm-hmm. and it's like oh I want to be your boyfriend and then you'd come in and be like back off she's mine or we would be having fun with milk dude do not mention the milk fanfic please it for ha- the love of it, god I'm, I'm just not
0: denying history I'm not denying facts no it's true it's the, it's the infamous milk fanfic
1: <laughs> anyway we're gonna expose a whole new generation to the milk <laughs> fanfic you realize that right uh, you feel okay about that you feel good about that Anthony? no you should go look up goatsy or blue
0: waffle instead you'll feel it's better probably
1: less than, bad
0: uh, yeah <laughs>